Yeah. Uh, we're now recording. So those are your right. basketball friends you play basketball with. Yes, Quaslo, uh, I am aware of your athletic uh, feats. Yeah. Yeah. Me Many... and the early 2000 Sacramento Kings. We love to play basketball together. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. I have like crazy. All right. There we go. All right. I guess. Uh, just a quick note that won't piss you off at the beginning. Uh, I just binge watched the first season Although it's a British show, so a season is six episodes. But uh, of this show called Ghosts, which is so fucking funny. It's uh, about a, a couple that moves into a house that turns out to be haunted. And uh, after a near-death experience, the wife is able to see and talk to the ghosts. But the ghosts aren't, like, violent. They're just idiots. Okay. Huh. Holy, hey, is my, is my, my shit's like real hot right now, isn't it? All right, there we go. No, that sounds interesting. Uh, that, that sounds cool. I trust you when you tell me something's funny. Yeah, there, there is a joke in episode two that is one of the best executed gags I've seen in a while. I, I laughed very loudly at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't watch a whole lot. Like, I'm the worst. I don't watch any fucking television why because uh, you're afraid you might hear pop music on it um no it just like um i just can't sit still for long enough for a lot of stuff like there's certain stuff i can um star wars stuff anything star wars related i'll just well, i think you can't sit still for at, for 25 minutes uh sometimes i can't sometimes i, mean I can I have that problem where sometimes it'll take me two and a half hours to watch an hour and a half movie, but you still get through it. Yeah. Uh, like if I'm, on, I, uh, I'm just quickly looking up who was on the two seasons of Mass Singer before I started watching to see if I should show you. Okay. Yeah. You definitely respect her. So I will okay. show you her at some point. Okay. All right. So um, uh, for anybody listening on whatever uh, distribution channels, this goes on. I don't know what those are going to be yet. Um, uh, I, I like that 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 our guest is not surprised that I don't know where, where this is going to go. Um, the, oh, yeah. the, the guest is my good friend, Adam Quaslo. Hello. Uh, and I'm pretty sure uh, this is this is our 100th episode. Adam Quaslo and I of Under My Skin. Uh, it's just the first one we decided to record. <laughs> I the, I once told Michael how much I like the song Old Town Road and think it's legitimately a good song. And he was angrier than... Okay, so you know how Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk? <laughs> yes. That's... It's, I, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> Michael would have turned into the Hulk with like a steroid needle in his ass yeah it, it was um i think that was probably my most um my biggest like public freak out uh vis-a-vis -vis bad art i think that was the the biggest one i still refuse your your uh classification of it being bad but that's home is great okay fine and that's what this podcast is about as you know adam I understand you not liking the remix because I can understand you having a grudge against Billy Ray Cyrus. I get that. But Lil Nas X did nothing wrong to you. 
other than become the same thing as Billy Ray fucking Cyrus. I'm sorry, Lil Nas X doesn't have an achy breaky anything. He will if he makes another song like that. Just it's because he's LGBT, garbage. He's gotta song. attack the kid. Well, did well, oh, oh shit. did I the the pronouns correct? Did I? Yeah. I'm, okay. I just right. knew that would be your reaction well, then, if I. Well, then he, where's he the is, hate crime? I I just I hate the fucking music. <laughs> he he uh, I I believe he's bi. Uh, I know he's LGBTQ. Okay, well that's cool. Um, I, I mean that I, but like okay, he's gay. I hate he's it. Just, he's straight up gay. Okay, uh, he but can, you hating a gay man is a hate crime. So yeah, I don't care that he shoves semen. Where it shoves his, his dick or shoves semen wherever he shoves it. Uh, I care that he shoved that song into my fucking head. No, Michael, Michael, it's it's the combination of you being mad at somebody who, who happens to be gay and wearing an Alabama hat that makes it a hate crime. Those two things combined. I mean, well, I'm not wrong. Welcome everybody to <laughs> Under My Skin. This is this. You, you really are the perfect first guest. That's right. You really are. Because I know how to get you. <laughs> so um, as, as I was saying, uh, uh, so as Adam knows and th those folks uh, listening are going to find out, I can be and may have already noticed. I can be a bit of a prick uh, when it comes to uh, art, when it comes to music, when it comes to literature. TV yeah, you should direct movies. your anger issues at your parents like a fucking adult. Yeah, I really should, but they're so much more frightening to yell at uh, than Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, <laughs> like, if, if if my mother even thought I was talking about her the way I talk about pop music, <laughs> I would die immediately. <laughs> Oh, you don't think your mother was manufactured to make money? <laughs> well, we grew up poor, so no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the point of this is for me to learn how to be a decent fucking human being when a person is like, here's a thing I enjoy. Uh, and here's the thing that brings me joy. And maybe slowly over time, I can get, get like a good enough motivation to where I don't immediately want to ruin it for that person. Yeah. So, um, all right. I found the first thing uh, I'm going to show you. So uh, what I'm bringing to you today is a show called The Masked Singer, which is a show that in its first two seasons, I thought was fucking stupid. I would see ads for it and be like, this is the dumbest shit ever. And then the season three Season premiere was aired directly after the Super Bowl. We didn't change the channel. And I said out loud, why the fuck am I enjoying this? Because it, I'm not into the, oh, just watch people sing. Oh, just watch celebrities with nothing better to do kind of shows. But this one, there's the guessing element. And it's fucking ridiculous. And I think those two things combined make me love the show. So I am going to send you, uh, I would ask you to not look at any of the comments. Uh, but uh, I'm going to send you a video uh, from season three of a character named Miss Monster singing Something to Talk About by Bonnie Raitt. Okay. All right. One, one second. So uh, 
I just put well, it in the did, chat. Yeah. And so I did see ads for this show. Yes. And I have an um, initial thought. Um, so, and tell me if I'm correct or incorrect. Uh, and, and, and you mentioned about guessing. So is, is the, the point of this show that a well-known celebrity, quote, recording artist, end quote, will go up and they'll perform celebrity uh, or recording artist. So the way that it works is before each okay. performance, you're given a clue package that has hints at who they'll be. I'm not sending you the clue packages, uh, but, and then, so for each season, all of them, like if you're on the show, you will have the same costume every time you appear. And when you're backstage, you're actually at a visor and gloves and a hoodie that says, don't talk to me with no skin showing so that, Basically, only the producers and you know who you are. And so there is the guessing element. They do, at the end, crown a winner of the best singer, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's the fun of watching the show is trying to figure out who... Uh, I just sent you Miss Monster. Who is Miss Monster? Who is this season? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know who the Russian dolls are. We'll get to that later. But it's, who is the Russian dolls? Who is the piglet? And trying to figure that out. And that's the fun of watching the show. Okay, I get that, but I, I would like to point something out that just immediately from the premise uh, drove me insane, which is that the, the, the idea is they get all these different recording artists and maybe celebrities too, but there are sometimes like recording artists, people who yes. make a living by singing, yes. make millions of dollars by singing. And the idea is that people have to guess whose voice it is. If I played you Dua Lipa's voice right now, would you be able to tell who it is? No. Oh, so, That's so the, what I'm saying. The premise of the show betrays and accepts the fact that these fuckers all sound the same. Well, that's the whole point is I was able to figure out, like, for example, this season, I'm pretty sure the chameleon is Wiz Khalifa because it's Wiz Khalifa's voice. The reason that I'm sure the Russian dolls are Hanson is because it's Taylor Hanson's voice. Like, but but if you think they all sound the same, cool. That's what the clue packages are for. Shouldn't, shouldn't it be undeniable what someone's voice is if you're making millions and millions of dollars? Okay, so like you're a really good so, joke writer. So, let, uh, let, so let for those, real, real quick, for those listening, Adam Quaslow is one of the funniest uh, stand-up comics I know. Thank uh, you. You don't have to lie to him. No, you really are. Uh, uh, I, I hate you right now, but I can objectively say that your art is high quality. But uh, like Michael, the, so the winner of season two was Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady is not a multimillionaire paid professional recording artist. He's just what would happen if talent wished it could be a real boy. But it's it's more the, <laughs> it's the fun of it's the fun of trying to guess who they are. And also that's why the clue packages come in. Like the reason that I knew the turtle in season three was uh Jesse McCartney wasn't his voice. It was that he put up a chalkboard where the first letter of each word spelled out Dream Street, which was the boy band he was in. That's the fun behind. And also, you don't recognize Jesse McCartney's voice if you listen to it. What is, what, what is, what, what, what is, she looks crazy. Yes. Well, it's a costume. Now play. I, I like that. I, I dig that. Yeah. I think that's cool. Oh, no. I, I have described the show many times as any, it makes any costume designer come. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know, by the way, how. Okay. Jamie Foxx was a guest judge this episode. Of course. Uh, uh, fine. He deserves better. Uh, this show is. Who the fuck by... is. What, what? Who's that one guy? The. the Robin the, the white the show dude is with the by really... 12 million viewers a week, so he's doing fine being on this. Also, uh, the check cleared. So that I, I, costume is the monster from season one. This wasn't actually T-Pain in this episode, but in season one, it was T-Pain and he won the show. Okay. So uh, it's adorable because I don't, because uh, I don't know if, I don't know if you can hear this or not. Um, I watched it as it aired. Okay. So there, there, for those uh, listening to the podcast, I'm, I, I'm hoping that, that it's not actually recording the song because I don't know how okay that is for me to publish. But you're but seeing a pink monster costume with one and eye it, and long eyelashes. Yes, and now there's, but it, it is somewhat adorable. There's now a blue monster who has run out onto the stage. Okay, blue now, monster now let me ask you, with, Michael. Yeah. You think you respect anybody involved in this? Um, not in that moment, no. Okay, so you don't respect Shaka Khan is what you're saying. Okay, good people do bad things. Good that was Shaka Khan, Michael. Okay, good people do bad things. Or good people do good things that, again, get 12 million viewers a week. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at Shaka Khan. But 12 I'm, okay, million but viewers are, a week. Okay, and, and look, what I just saw didn't like, okay, so I'm not angry at the actual clip that I just saw. It's the whole premise of this kind of a fucking thing where what they do is they decide that, like, instead of it being about the music, it's going to be about the personalities. And and I well, I don't... After, after each performance, the judges do praise them. And I'm not showing you that because nobody needs to hear Jenny McCarthy talk. But it, it is kind of a, you know, when they get revealed, <coughs> there's the Oh my God, it's them. I actually love them. And people go back and listen to the music. It's like the Super Bowl halftime show. Artists do that for free because they know that in the next week, they are going to sell millions of copies of old material because people were just reminded, oh my God, Shaka Khan is awesome. I love her. Okay. I need to listen to but, her now. But hear me out. You said this was 12 million people. Now you might see my screen. I have a calculator pulled up here. So... Let's see. And, and that's 000. just what, what I believe it was uh, after uh, after season uh, either three or four. Um, okay. How long is this show? How long is that? Is it a half hour, an hour? One hour. So it's one hour. So that's, okay. 12 million hours of humanity are, are gone now. Right. And Every what week? It's not like it's keeping up with the Kardashians where you're just watching people fake living and putting up product placement. You killed 12 million people for one hour. Okay. And now, they didn't now, know it. Uh, I'm going to show you, uh, this is season four. 
Uh, these are the snow owls. This was a big thing because the snow owls were the first costume on the show to ever be two people. And uh, I'm going to show you, uh, they did do an Andrea Bocelli song, but there's too much of a chance that you'd like that. So uh, I'm going to send you them singing uh, like I'm going to lose you by Megan Trainer. And uh, again, I want now this is uh, an artist that you might actually recognize. They are far more your wheelhouse than mine. Uh, okay. And I'll tell you that going in. Now, I could tell from the man's voice the second I heard it that it's a country artist, and that's how I knew it wasn't my wheelhouse. I promise you, for the sake of your sanity, it is not for the Georgia line. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I, got, I, read a, I read a great quote uh, the other day from uh, Chris Christopherson, and it was, it was one of those, it was this article from 2009 and, um, in Rolling Stone about uh, a, a country music singer, quote unquote. Uh, and he was referred to as a big star at the time. The, all the speculation is that it was Toby Keith that, that it was referring to. But so apparently I'd like to share this story, Quaslo, because yeah, it's the best fucking thing I've ever heard. Wait, you, Toby Keith, the guy who wrote Red Solo Cup? Yeah, that piece of shit. Um, Toby Keith's I Love This. Toby Keith of Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill? Yes. So, so, and I'm paraphrasing this, this article, you, you gotta, if you have, whoever y'all are listening to this, you gotta find this article. Um, especially if you're a, a, a true blue country oh, music fan. Hang on, just, just real quick, Michael, do, do you like my uh, Taylor Swift black metal shirt? No, no, I hate it. I, I think, you know what she looks like there is, um, she remember, uh, well, you're a pro wrestling fan. Remember when we were kids and the character, uh, what was his name? come down from Will the rafters guy but but he oh sting sting the yeah. icon when he did the the crow thing the the if you say a bad word about sting i swear to god no i don't i i i think we've talked about i have a weird respect for those those folks the folks that do that oh I mean, you should see them i don't enjoy the product but anybody who's willing to like those guys th those I, I keep saying guys those folks get really fucked up you out should there. see there was a match this past Wednesday, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. It was women main eventing uh, AEW Dynamite. It was a lights out match, thumbtacks, both of them bled. And here's the most amazing part to me of all of this. Britt Baker is legitimately, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, is legitimately a practicing dentist. Okay, I'll make you. So a deal. she has patients who watched her get a ladder drop kicked into her face, and she has to try to tell them to wear mouth guards. Okay, first of all, um, if that's what you're doing for, if 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 you're performing in a show where you can get that badly hurt, you should not have to have a second job. <laughs> she wants to do both, Michael. Okay. Hey, that's Michael. cool. Um, but here, a woman's place is in the White House, Michael. Here, here's the deal I'll make with you. Um, here's the deal I'll make with you. Uh, if I find that I'm having to commute to work again and I'm sitting on the train, I will. And you send me a clip of that. I will look it up and I, I will. I will watch it because it's during the commute. That's the only time I do that. <laughs> this match is worth watching not on a commute. It yeah. was holy shit. It was yeah. good. So, so uh, Adam, are you familiar with singer-songwriter Chris Christopherson? 
the answer. I have yes. heard the name, but I do keep con- so uh like since Elliot Page came out, I keep confusing him with a wrestler named Ethan Page. I keep confusing Chris Christopherson with Chris Novoselic. Okay, so don't do that. Um, Chris, why, why, why does Chris Christopherson not want to be considered one of the best, eh, uh, the bassist of one of the greatest bands of all time? Uh, I, I, I didn't recognize the name you said. What band? Chris Novoselic was the bassist from Nirvana. Oh shit! I'm really embarrassed. Um, Nirvana's a great band. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how the I found a band I, you actually I like. How, I don't know how I didn't pick up this name. Really embarrassed and recorded it. Um, so Chris Christopherson was is a singer songwriter, one of the greatest American singer songwriters. Um, he wrote a lot of stuff for Johnny Cash. He wrote uh, "Sunday Morning Coming Down." Quaslo, uh, you, you you like Janis Joplin? Yeah. Uh, okay. You know that song, Me and Bobby McGee? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a Christopherson song. And, and honestly, in my view, his best work actually wasn't uh, the stuff that other folks uh, recorded. Um, but that said, uh, he's, he's, he's really close to Willie Nelson. And at Willie Nelson's 70th birthday party, definitely not Toby Keith, quote-unquote, a country star, a new country star was was present and walked past Christopherson and he said, none of that liberal shit today. And Christopherson goes, what'd you say to me, boy? <laughs> Toby Keith is white. Um, that's important here. Um, yeah, yeah, of <laughs> that's course important. he's white. That's His an name important is point. Toby Keith. And that, and that part is a cr- direct quote um, from Christopherson. But, uh, and he goes, what'd you say to me, boy? And then he turned around and goes, you heard, he goes, well, I just don't want any problems. And Christofferson just popped off and Willie Nelson was like, okay, now don't go upsetting Chris. And Ray Charles was there and apparently just stood, set motionless. <laughs> it just set motionless. Like I wish, you know, I imagine he was like, I uh, wish I could see it, but at least I can hear it. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just need to, I just need to really quick recap. Did you feel the need to explain that a newer era country artist named Toby Keith is white? Well, because Christofferson called him boy. And I'm not sure if I'm not sure who's listening to this or where they're coming from. So I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea about Christofferson. Um, that, but that said, uh, after Toby Keith walked away, and I mentioned this because you said this this person is a country singer. Um, there, this is the this is also trigger warning. This is a bit vile. Uh, but Chris Christopherson said after that, after Toby Keith walked away, he said to somebody, he "said You know what Waylon, like Waylon Jennings, used yeah. to say about guys like that?" He said uh, they. <laughs> he said they did. They're doing to country music what pantyhose done to finger fucking. Now, are you sure it wasn't Waylon Smithers who said that? It was not. It was not. All right. What's what's this? What's this next bit of torture? All right. Well, that this is going to be the country artist. The uh, again, the first costume that was ever two people, and it's somebody who I am going to assume you might even recognize the voice, and I would figure that you would have very much respect for. Okay. Well, there's an ad playing right now. Oh, you don't Let's have an see. ad blocker? What? No, I don't know how to. Dude, I barely. I. Okay, is, is it the snow owl? Yes. 
I, 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 again, I love these costumes, so. Yeah, uh, again, this show will make a costume designer come their pants. I don't 12 million hours of humanity love it. Now, can you recognize those voices? Not quite. No. Also, don't like this song. Well, yeah, of course you don't like this song. It's a Megan Trainer song. Okay. Yeah, it, it sounds like that. Uh, it sounds that song is exactly the type of song that Chris Christopherson was. That's why I told that long fucking story. Yeah. That song sounds exactly like the sort of country songs that Christopherson was. Talking now, would you about like to that. hazard a guess who this is? Oh, God. Um, some demon that haunted my home as a child. Okay, that's how you feel about Clint Black and Lisa Hartman. Yes, that is exactly how I feel about Clint Black and Lisa Hartman. Yes. Oh, my God, I remember that bullshit. That's a fucking nut. You mentioned Clint Black like a week ago, and I was like, gee, he wouldn't really bring Clint Black into the... That that piece of shit. God damn it. Let's Okay, real quick. Here's what we're going to do, Adam. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go type into to my Google here clint black lyrics okay and so we're gonna can we do this can we do this together all right so so but th- then you have to reel me back in after because i have to get no this is fine because i don't know anything about this so i get to learn through your anger oh oh my god it's so bad let me try I to didn't find... grow up like i never developed an ear for country i didn't grow up listening to it i grew up listening to classic rock and jazz okay i remember this song. i swear to god if you go off on miles davis i will hunt you down oh i love miles davis what the fuck are you talking about shit <laughs> how was your childhood so great but you got all fucked up like you, you, miles davis was playing in the household i had fucking clint black Look, just because my dad played Miles Davis in the car doesn't mean he hugged me enough, okay? Well, Miles Davis feels like a hug compared to being trapped in the backseat with Clint fucking Black. No, Miles Davis music is just listening to people shoot heroin. You were the first thing that I thought of when I thought I drank you off my mind. When I get lost in the liquor, you're the only one I find. Real quick, real quick. You were the first thing I thought of when I when I thought I drank you off my mind. All right. So, of course, if the thought is I drank this person off my mind, of course, that person is going to be the first person that you fucking think about. And if I did the things I ought to, you still would not be mine. So keep a tight grip on the bottom bottle getting loose and killing time this killing time is killing me adam what in the fuck in our history together made you think i had any respect for clint fucking black okay first off i've never fucking listened to clint black second lyrics are like the worst way okay look up the lyrics to cocaine by eric clapton and tell me that's fucking art yeah, but Coke, but but Eric Clapton 
was in addition to being a horrible virulent by the way if you're listening to this and you are a lover of music oh you, uh, eric clapton horrible racist he went on a racist rant that is the reason rock against racism started yeah and i was shocked because i thought white room was also about cocaine <laughs> You think the cocaine was what made never mind. yeah like, <laughs> no horrible fucking human just huge piece of shit i'm glad he's going deaf and i saw like uh i forget what uh awards show it was but i saw this clip of a bunch of folks playing one of his songs um while he's like in the audience having to hear it and they suck and I really hope that something like that is the last thing he he hears is somebody just completely fucking up his music. But um, like, also, I was in high school listening to Queens of the Stone Age, and they have a song that's just nicotine, Valium, Vicodin, marijuana, ecstasy, and alcohol, c -c 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 cocaine. Yeah. Lyrics are not the only thing I listen to in a song. Okay, would you like to hear Killing Time? Because it's bad. It's really bad. Only if afterwards we can hear Wasted Time, which is the only good Kid Rock song. I'm in it to win it like Iserman. Can drink about 15 Heinekens. I'm not bored again, but if I was, I'd ask to come back with a little more love. Okay, can you tell me what you like, what you love about that? One, Steve Iserman reference. All hail the captain. Two, it is legitimately a good it's it is a good sounding song. Can you is there okay? I've been sitting here just wasting time thinking, smoking, drinking, trying to free my mind. Spent a couple of months in this smoky room, eating shrooms, drinking boons, writing tunes, and hoping to get one of these motherfucking songs to hit. You, you know what really pisses me off is that both uh Kid Rock and Eric Clapton uh, appropriated black music, um, but the more racist one was the better, <laughs> the better musician. <laughs> I uh, actually uh, in college uh, as part of food science club, uh, they were talking about like the year or two after I graduated. I don't know if it ever happened, but uh, they were talking about actually adding a brewing concentration to the food science major. Cause the, the way that food science works was you would major in food science, but you would have a concentration. Mine was applied food science and technology. And uh, we went to the brewery where they happened to brew Kid Rock's beer. And at the end of the tour, the guy giving us the tour who was on a Segway with a speaker strapped to it said, don't ever drink it. This beer sucks. And then rode off to American Badass. What kind of beer was it again? An American lager called Badass Brew. Okay. And so it was like a, a white trash bad music superhero is what you just described. <laughs> I mean, those are all of our superheroes. Are you sure that wasn't Kid Rock? <laughs> you know Juggalos are the only good kind of people. All of our superheroes are white trash and make bad music. Which, by the way, insane clown posse. I do not like their music, but those two men, stand-up gentlemen. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't really know their work, but I do think there's something uh, interesting about um, this idea of of spectacle 
in music. Well, but also um, they they uh they have a sense of humor about themselves. They are constantly giving back to their communities. At the start of the pandemic, they were like, hey, we got a bunch of t-shirts we haven't sold yet. Just turn them into masks and give them to people. And uh, they, the Gathering of the Juggalos is, there are movies about how the Gathering of the Juggalos- I've heard about that. Yeah, you and I greatest. talked about this. You tried to explain to me what the <laughs> hell they were. No, the, the Gathering of the Juggalos is apparently humanity's greatest event when it comes to togetherness. Like, it's just, hey, as long as you're here and accepting us, we accept you. It's where a dying kid could go uh, and, and tell people, this was my final wish to come to the Gathering of the Juggalos. And do you know what the Juggalettes will do? They will give that kid a lap dance and they won't think twice about it. I thought that the, the greatest event of togetherness uh, in, in world history was when Trump got covid Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, actually uh, when uh, everybody in Congress wore a dashiki. Oh, I remember hearing about that. But I thought yeah. I thought I thought it was a joke. I thought that was a joke. That really happened. That was Nancy Pelosi happened. really showed up in a dashiki. Uh, I don't I like I actually it was the shawl. I don't know what the fucking shawl is called, but. Yeah, yeah, Pelosi wore one and took a knee, baby. I hate everything. Uh, <laughs> I see, Kid Rock's beer is selling a TGIFF shirt. Thank God it's fucking Friday. Am I right, gentlemen? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. All right, so that turned out to be Clint Black. I knew I was having some god-awful flashbacks to a road trip where, you know, dad, mom got the car up to about 70 miles an hour, and I kept wondering if I could open up the door. Okay, uh, now where is... I'm trying to... Oh, okay, here we go. So now this uh, is going to be one from season four named Broccoli is, is the mask. Would you rather hear Broccoli sing a Lionel Richie song or... Or... Uh, band dad from my high school, Bob Seeger. Okay, so I'm gonna have to let you choose, and, and here's why: is um, I really think Lionel Richie is the shit. And if okay, if, we'll, we'll, we'll so go it's with this. It's this difficult, like coin flip for me in these sorts of circumstances because I feel like some, like whoever this is, is gonna ruin this song, right? So it's like, do I want to hear a good song done badly? Or a bad song done badly. Now, and now I can't. Uh, I, I will say this: being from the Detroit area, Lionel Richie is a Motown artist. We don't talk shit about him. Second, you really talking shit about Bob Seger? His, his. So Bob Seger isn't like the worst, but it, overall, his work's just okay. Right. Well, I, mean, I will. I mean, compared to fucking Lionel Richie, I will send you uh, them doing hello. Give you a little bit of respite. But now, now again, this is an artist that I think you might have some respect for. Not a country artist. So I can gauge that okay. a little bit better. Well, you were way the fuck off last time. <laughs> I don't know. I, what don't know. I just know you like fucking country and not rap country. Clint Black isn't country. Hold, hold up. Wait, before we get into this. No, no, do this rant, please. Adam, I, 
I entered this hoping you would rescue me from myself. But I would like to offer you a lifeline away from bad country. I don't listen to any country, so I'm safe. And that is also... That's not as bad as listening to just the bad country, but it still makes me a little sad. There's some beautiful stuff out there. Like, have you ever listened to a Hank Williams song? I've watched Hank. Oh, no, I've heard of Hank Williams Jr. Because he. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Ow. I've heard the theme. I've heard the old theme to Monday Night Football before he said that racist shit. Oh, my God. Junior. Are you ready? You know what drives me fucking? What, what do you mean before he said that racist shit? He has always said racist, racist shit. His his hit song his like like the first like really big, like the most famous Hank Williams Jr. song is called A Country Boy Can Survive. It was also one of those songs right there with the Clint Black. They just shoved it right into my fucking ears as a kid uh, and just tried to fucking ruin my brain. And but and in this case, instead of just boring me to stupidity. They tried to bore me into believing in like a like you know all this lost cause mythos. Um, he's got a lot of really racist shit, and it pisses me off because that's not who his father was. His father, and I, I fucking pray to God, somehow someone hears this and tells Bocephus this, and I, w- I wouldn't take it back. His father would be fucking ashamed of him. Uh, uh, if if you're a diehard country music fan, you're already aware of this. But Hank Williams Sr., uh, one of the greatest American songwriters of all time from my home state, Roll Tide. Um, but uh, he, all of his music, Quaslo, uh, it, it talk about white people doing black people music. But he did it kind of he did it in a way that like is OK, I think, because he didn't know any other way to play. Like when he was a kid, he would kind of sneak off to um, to play with this guy named Rufus Payne, who was a black man and was basically teaching him how to play music. I, I think for like free or just for kicks. I don't know, because I don't think they had enough money for lessons or whatever. But um, and probably at that time, that dynamic wasn't, you know, I would imagine wasn't really allowed so there was probably some risk to both parties there. But um, he he was quoted as saying that, all, and the language he uses is, is upsetting, but paraphrasing, um, all of my music comes from black people blues. Um, and and that, was, that was a thing Hank Williams said out loud in Hank Williams Sr.'s lifetime. And then he, he, his fucking son, with a multi-million dollar last name, goes and does country boy can survive and the south's gonna do it again it's such a piece of shit now here's I, all the country music i know you ready okay jolie gonna well wait, wait, real quick i couldn't quite hear you but i do know this is gonna hurt me okay jolene okay that's a great song that's a beautiful the devil song. went down to georgia yeah. thank god i'm a country boy yeah that other John Denver song that was a signal of impending doom and final destination. Really? Yeah, Rocky Mountain High, because oh, so yeah. yeah. 
Now, I, John the, Denver the, could write a good song. I just, I never, um, those songs never felt completed to me. It felt like, uh, this is just me listening to them. And, and someone else out there is probably like, this fucking guy doesn't like John Denver. What the fuck? So the, but, the reason that it is a single of impending doom and final destination is because the event that like sets off the story is a plane exploding. And as is explained in a scene where Devin Sawa is taking a shit as he hears the song, John Denver died in a plane crash. So whenever you, in the first final destination, when you hear Rocky Mountain High, you are about to watch a death scene. Yeah. Hey, when did it go from plane crashes to heroin overdoses? Because, like, so there was the day the music died, right? Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and, and all that, all them. Uh, and then Ronnie Van Zant and then John Denver. And then one day it was just like, ah, oh, it's drugs now. That's how everyone dies. No, no. The, it was always drugs. You're just completely discounting the history of jazz. Uh Actually, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Jazz. Well, that was a very white And Janis Joplin and Bon Scott. And. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think. Uh, okay. So I'm guessing air travel just got safer. I think I've, so, I think we've solved this mystery. <laughs> no, no. Here, here's what it is. Quit fucking flying private planes. You think so? Yes. It's all private plane stuff. And like, especially so like, uh, not to speak ill of the dead. I praise Aaliyah. I, I, I love Aaliyah's music. However, the entire reason Aaliyah died was because the pilot said, hey, we can't take all of this luggage and all these people. That's too much weight. And Aaliyah was like, do it anyway. Okay. Well, you shouldn't do that. No, you should not do that. But then again, she had been getting creeped on since she was 15 years old. Timbaland straight up said that the only reason I'm in, the reason I married my wife is because she reminded me of Aaliyah. What the, what, and Aaliyah was 15? Aaliyah was like 16 when they started working together. Oh, that that's, that's weird shit. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird That's that weird. a lot of the songs uh, on her first album were written by her secret husband, R. Kelly, yeah, pedophile right. R. Kelly, who named the album Age Ain't Nothing But yeah. a Number. Yeah, uh, it, it really is. Here's the thing, too, is R. Kelly really, and, and you know, I don't, I don't, his work maybe is a little bit poppy for me, but the work really was great fucking work, and it just such a repulsive human being yeah you used to cry every time you heard feel it on your booty uh but <laughs> the the problem like i watched poltergeist yesterday there's a scene where a mother just happily chuckles watching her 16 year old daughter get hit on by adults like it's Ugh. it's a thing nobody paid. Do, do you remember like you're around the same age as me. I'm sure you remember this. Do you remember sketchy dudes in their 40s having countdown clocks to the Olsen twins' 18th birthday? I vaguely remember a lot of jokes about that, like like late night type jokes, like just jokes that would come through on the television screen. And I, I was and I was I was too young to understand exactly how weird that was. I honestly think Except, that's why Elizabeth Olsen didn't start doing movies until her 20s. Yeah. Her parents are like, no, we're not going through this shit again. You yeah. bring a boy home, you better not give a fuck when your birthday is. Except 
here's what because i'm pretty sure i'm like the exact same age as them so i had this moment where i was like wait like if if a bunch of people were doing that with me right now i'd be like ew <laughs> like you know they were just really excited that the olsen twins were going to be able to vote that's how i like to call myself oh, God. yeah all right so um so adam uh i would like to after the podcast after the recording i'd like to to present you with with some some great country music because um it sounds like your access to this has been limited in it, which can happen. And this isn't me being like, Adam doesn't know things. Sometimes access to stuff is limited. So like, you know, if you grew up with a certain, I mean, you're, you're from Detroit, right? I, yeah, uh, I'm from a half hour outside of Detroit. So the music that I grew up listening to was uh, there was a station 101.1, the riff. It was a rock station. So I grew up with a lot of hard rock and classic rock uh, being from the Detroit area. You and part of this is my parents playing it. Part of it was it's just you don't grow up around Detroit and not hear Motown. Yeah. Right. So raised on a lot of Motown. My dad played a ton of jazz in the car. So those were the main genres. And like, of course, being a kid, like being my age when I was my age, got a lot of pop punk, got a lot of, you know, those early Southern rap and, and the East Coast, West Coast wars. But like, yeah, it's just country. So like the early Killer Mike stuff? Uh, like back when Killer Mike was just a friend of Outkast. Yeah, uh, that bump, shit. Bump, hey, bump. that shit's really fucking good. That shit's bump, so bump, fucking bump. good. Oh, in so your trunk. Fucking good. God uh, damn it. Like before, um, and, and I'm not, I'm not discounting, uh, the, the, uh, LP. Yeah, I'm not discounting LP. I'm not discounting uh, the work that the two of them have done together. But the shit that that son of a bitch was doing in like, what, 2007, 2008 was so fucking good. But also, you know what? His friendship with LP is heartwarming to me. Like he has said, even if he makes more solo albums, he will not do music that isn't produced by LP. Yeah, and that's cool. And 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 I, I and, and again, this isn't me. This isn't. Mike shits on LP for 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 any reason whatsoever. I, I I'm not doubting uh, his his skill set whatsoever. Uh, but I think Killer Mike's solo work has a particular place for me, like as a Southerner. Um, and like there there there's things that he does there that are uh, like almost tapping into the Southern Gothic. Uh, so what you're saying and, is you're glad Reagan did. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone. Every good human is glad Reagan's dead. If you haven't heard his song Reagan, you need to. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I of, of course, I've, I've, I've listened to Reagan. Um, that early shit was so good. Fuck, I, I, and and it, it, it kind of had this like. There were some storytelling aspects to it, but the stories, the stories were very, very dark. Yeah. Um, and, and in a way that was really aggressive. And I think in, in a kind of darkness that is only going to be able to be displayed. This sounds like complete bullshit, but a, a kind of darkness that's only going to be able to be displayed from a Southerner because of the history that we share down there. Uh, and, 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 you know, uh, 
just like there's certain stories that are only going to really feel completely real if someone in sh- from Chicago, you know, born and raised in Chicago, born and raised in Detroit tells them. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but I would like to introduce you to some country shit because it sounds like you had the ish- this issue with country music as, as, a, as a younger person that I had with a lot of other music, like punk music, where like I didn't get into punk music till I was like, I mean, it was the correct time. I was about 15 or so. But my the first thing and I, I, it's really gross to like, I'm going to gag as I say this. You mentioned about pop punk, which I hate. And I think it's an abomination, but that was my entry point. What but band? The, uh, God, I don't. I think it was good. Good. Bad Carolina. I'm creating a, a riddle. Okay, so good Charlotte. Now the thing about uh, them is no, no things about them. No. If anybody else had written Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, you'd fucking love it. It is an entire song about how rich people are spoiled. That is that is your material. I, I keep forgetting that people can't see me, but I want folks to know that I'm using some very aggressive body language here. I, I'm sorry, you wouldn't have written Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. They're always complaining. If money is such a problem, well, they got mansions. Guess we can solve them. No, that that's an extremely trite, dull. Like the way to attack rich people in art isn't to show. Don't tell. What what the hell was that? It was it was all telling. It was all telling, and it was. It was ta- it was trying to create a very specific type of subculture that was a manufactured subculture. Oh, wait, wait. I, I just remembered there is another country song I know. Okay. Chicken fried. The song about how we should support the troops because I like fried chicken. Chicken fried and wagon wheel. I know those songs. I'm white. I know wagon wheel. Okay. We're going to take these one by one. Please. <laughs> Never refer to Chicken Fried as a country song again. That is a pop song. A lot. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, just just uh-huh. to say real quick, uh, Justin Bieber did what a did what a Grammy for country music this year. Go back. What the fuck happened? <laughs> what did you just tell me? The Grammy for a country performance by a group or duo. Adam. Adam. Adam went to Justin Bieber with Dan Adam. Adam. What? This better be you making a joke. This, this song better, 10,000 Hours is, by Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber won the Grammy Award for Best Country. impossible song. for him to have won a Grammy for the Best Country Song because he's never done a fucking song. Uh, well, apparently he did 10,000 hours by Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber. I hate everything. Okay. All right. So, so if, if maybe, maybe even like after this, maybe even during the podcast, if you're okay with it, I'll, 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 I'll I'll get you going on some country stuff, some good stuff. I feel like the only Grammy award you've ever, you've ever uh, been happy about was the time album of the year went to Kennedy impressions. uh, I I believe Jason Isbell 
won a Grammy. More importantly, Weird Al has won four Grammys, and this year his guitarist won the Grammy for Best New Wave Album. Sorry, New Age Album. Weird Al Yankovic, of course, the only artist who's ever lived. Right. Uh, no, Jason Isbell, I think, won a Grammy um, uh, a couple years back. Now, How he's... many did Dozier Holland and Dozier win? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Have you listened to Isbell yet? I've I fussed at you and been like, you got to check out Jason. No, Isbell. I haven't. Uh, but okay. Oh, a bitch. So the greatest songwriters of all time, it's a tie between Smokey Robinson and the group of Dozier Holland and uh, of Holland, Dozier and Holland. Uh, huh. Okay. All right. I got to calm back down. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. What's your issue with either Smokey Robinson or Holland Dozier? Oh, Holland? no, because of the Justin Bieber thing. I'm just mad at like, I'm mad at my walls. Like I'm, I just, I can't, I just, I want to like Hulk this shirt off. Oh, like, man, remember like, the time Jethro Tull won Best Metal Album? No, no, I don't pay attention to that shit. Can you imagine what my life would be like if I paid attention to that shit? I think you should watch the Grammys more. I think it'd be good for you. No, 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 no. Honestly, um... My my ex and 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 you you met her. We're not going to use her name, just you know, just in case a bunch of people happen to listen to this, um, and just to respect her privacy. I like to but, come up with a fake name. That's the name of somebody I've never actually met. So tell me more about Angela. Okay, so Angela is a wonderful human, and uh, I'm not going to get into details, although there I do a, a few bits in my stand-up that allude to some of the things that we had. But we should have had other things be our biggest fights. But they weren't. Our biggest fight was Angela wanted to watch the Grammys. We turned them on. And at some point, I, I'm, I mean, I'm already having a tough time, right? Because it's the Grammys. It's a bunch of pop music bullshit. Oh, was it uh, 2014 when Best uh, Country Solar Performance went to a cover of Wagon Wheel done by Darius Rucker? Okay, we're going to circle back to Wagon Wheel. <laughs> just, just put a pin in Wagon Wheel for a second. We're not circling back to Darius Rucker, though. So You won't do it because he's black and you have too much white guilt. No, he's, he sucks. I hate his work. His work with Hootie and the Blowfish was like fine. Let it tear fall down like rain. No, I mean those were okay, but like the, his work in country in you know it's really pop music that he's doing, but they keep calling it country. But um, so Angela uh, wanted to watch the Grammys. We sit down and we're watching it, and I'm trying to behave myself. OK, because she has to live with me, you know, so she she deserves this. OK, she does not not the living with me part. That's awful. An awful thing to say, but she deserves to be able to watch the fucking Grammys in peace. And I was cool about it. OK, I don't know why she insisted on me being in there for it, but OK, fine, whatever. And then we see Elton John and I'm like, finally, finally, a brief respite from the bullshit. And then I hear the first chords to Tiny Dancer. And I turn around because I had been looking away. And I hear those first chords to Tiny Dancer, and I'm so excited. And then I look at the screen, 
And do you know who was standing next to him? Miley fucking Cyrus. Who has been doing so fucking do it with Elton John? How who? How do you? How do you? What even happened there? Who tricked Elton John into that? Who? How do you? How do you trick Elton John into something? How do you? You can't. What do you? I know. I know. I know. I know. Are you going to blackmail the guy that was out of the closet in the 80s? Like, are no, you really here's gonna... how they got him to do it, because Elton John isn't pretentious about music that way and respects up-and-coming artists. And and current artists, Miley Cyrus isn't really up-and-coming. Her cover of Jolene was great. Uh, it's, yeah, you know what? I, I Jolene is an impossible did. song to fuck up. I have my acoustic guitar sitting right over there right now. I haven't played Jolene in six years, but I guarantee you it's a it's the perfect it's it that song should be covered a billion times because it's such a it's it's so well crafted that it is impossible to fuck up well but also miley cyrus is legitimately a good singer you just don't like some of her eras i agree miley cyrus and her dead pets wasn't good i agree a lot of the like hip-hop stuff that she tried to insert herself into despite saying she didn't like it was a bad idea 23 was a song that never should have happened out mind control in the usa party in the usa is a fucking jam <sighs> and a brit you're just upset because she said that a britney song was on aren't you so I put my hands up, play my song. That song is a fucking jam. Again, what is so so? Okay, so maybe you know what? Maybe you're the perfect person for me to bounce this off of. I believe there's two kinds of content. Okay, one is art, and the other is not. Oh, and, I completely disagree. I think it's all art. Let me let me get to to how I classify. Okay, how about this? One of these is art. The other is pop, pop nope. music, pop culture, whatever. Pop, and, you, and pop can be art, though. And the way that the, so the way that I make the distinct distinction, it isn't. So Michael Jackson, for instance, another horrible person, but uh, well, possibly, I, I, I allegedly is the word we use. Probably, but I don't know because he he was he was a black person at the top of his game. Uh, in a certain time and and place, and I, I think as we all know, it's not uncommon for black people who have been highly successful to get like banged up in the media. But I don't know enough about it to 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 say did or didn't happen. So I should shut the fuck up on that topic. He, but here's all I will say: is a full FBI investigation found zero evidence. Yeah. Um. Okay. Think about uh, that. The I, FBI I believe exonerating you. a black man. Yeah. You know what? Uh, um, so I don't think of Michael Jackson as pop in the sense that I'm referring to pop music here. So pop music and art are, are two uh, are two very different things because a piece of art to me entails someone had a feeling or a thought or an inspiration and they chose to communicate that to other people. Now, whether that comes in the form of making the other person laugh, whether it comes in the form of making that other person dance, whether it comes in the form of making that other person go, huh, whether it comes in the form of making that other person cry, doesn't matter. 
they had a thought, they had a belief, they had an inspiration, they had an emotion, they had a feeling, whatever. And then they communicated that to a completely different human being who maybe has a completely different personal background, right? That for me is, 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 is a piece of art. So you just refuse to of, believe that that happened in a lot of cases where it did. A piece of pop, I think, starts this way. I think it starts with um, somebody sitting in a room, uh, a 52-year-old white dude usually, who couldn't make a living performing and is now writing songs for the Miley Cyruses. Or understands that the money is in the actual songwriting, but go ahead. Right. Uh, just somebody just completely void of any sincere attempts to create something because they fucking quit and they gave up in their 20s, but they had a lot of technical skill, so they hung out and ruined everything. And what they do is they sit in the room and they go, hey, you know what? Sometimes people are sad. So I'm going to do a song that's about being sad. And then when people are sad, they'll listen to the sad song. And sometimes people want to go to a party. And so I'm going to write a song about a party and we'll sell it to the people who like to go to parties. Generally, the only time that even comes close to happening is singles. Like the, there's a story of Blink-182 had made Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and their manager was like, hey, this is good, but we need a single. And so Mark Hoppus and Tom DeLong each went off separately and were like, I'll show you. I'm going to write the schlockiest, catchiest piece of shit in the world. And in five minutes, Mark had written The Rock Show and Tom had written First Date. However, most of the rest of the material is the first thing you described. You just don't want to admit it. Most of ta Almost all of Taylor Swift's music is column A. You just don't see it that way. It, it should have taken 30 seconds to write The Rock Show. That, yeah, that song should show. not have taken... What is it that... Uh, the, the, okay, so, so, my, this, so when I was 15, an amazing thing happened where uh, we were able to start downloading... Quasal, you're a couple years younger than me, right? I still remember Napster and LimeWire and Kaza. Okay, how, how old were you? Uh, at, at the time, I don't know. I'm 30 now. Okay. All right. So uh, it was probably a little bit more established uh, for you. Uh, but when I was 15, I think Napster had already been shut down. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was, yeah. Or it was just like scary to go to Napster. So we used, I think it was LimeWire or Kazaa. One of those two. What was it, your favorite bad comedy song that sounded nothing like, that sounded nothing like Weird Al, but was still listed Weird Al as the artist anyway? What was your favorite? Uh, you know what? I didn't. I didn't do a lot of comedy at the time. I was a very serious kid. I was. That like, was a huge thing there. that, like, legitimately hurt Weird Al. Was people would make all these fucking like, uh, I ran over the Taco Bell dog, and just like super vulgar shit, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's a comedy song. I'll just say it was by Weird Al." Oh, you know who they fucked with? Um, they fucked with Johnny Cash. There was, uh, and I, I, this is all just me going from memory, but I remember downloading a thing with Johnny Cash's name on it when I was a kid and just being heartbroken because it was virulently racist. And uh, 
But as I was listening to it, I listened really close. And I mean, Johnny Cash was one of those voices that was just in my DNA. And I was like, I don't think that's Johnny fucking Cash. And I remember getting into arguments with uh, with people about it. And then, you know, he came back with another like four or five like, you know, albums um, shortly after that. But like there were there was a belief that Johnny Cash was a full on bigot because of this. Uh, for Just because he was an old white man from the South. Well, it was it, it's also um, hate groups really hated Johnny Cash as a as a like. So his first uh, his first wife was a white woman. Uh, both of his wives were were white women. But um, how dare he the, that racist prick? Something about her appearance and photos being in black and white um, led hate groups to believe or led some people to believe that. Uh, she wasn't white and so hate groups like were really against that um, really hated him for that but then he also you know he was uh, he he while he was all like patriotic and shit um, he he made a lot of statements that were like I fucking hate the clan and <laughs> I hate these groups of people and I think some of these hippies have a point and i think that uh you know a lot of the people that are locked up in jail shouldn't be locked up in jail and hate groups couldn't have that oh i uh i should tell you so my first two johnny cash songs were his cover of hurt by nine inch nails okay and when i got tony hawk's underground 2 and ring of fire was in it okay so i know i know johnny cash because of tony hawk thank you tony hawk yeah, that's I'm fine with that. Was that uh the the Mike Ness social distortion cover of it? Or was it actually Johnny no, Cash singing Johnny on Tony Cash. Hawk? Wow, I didn't know that. I yeah. remember the the Tony Hawk games. They also so in Tony Hawk's Underground 2, they had that. They also had That's Life by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Just busting your ass and that's fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll bet. Uh, I'll bet. I'll bet there were a lot of kids that were like, were trying to bust their ass in the game. Like at the moment, it said that's life. Uh, at the moment, you know, it became that's life. The, well, that's the, what all the people say. You're riding high in April. You get shot down in May. Yeah. Um. So, but this wonderful thing happened. Sorry, we're circling back. This wonderful thing happened where, uh, you know, I, I was presented with this pop punk, and I got rescued. There was like a music site that I used to go to and talk to, like other musicians who this is kind of weird to think about now but they were like grown adults these weren't like other kids they weren't being weird with me or anything um i was just i was a 15 year old who just loved music and you know so i would talk to adults on the internet the website was (laughs) www.tubgirl.com um and i I don't remember what the web page was i i i hope i i hope it's unfindable because it would probably i hope it's tub girl oh I, I, I probably things I said on there would make me cringe, but I would get on there like defending this bullshit music that was that had been shoved into my brain. And these these adults were, were like, son, you, you, you got to check out this and this and this and this. You got to really like, look, kiddo, you're getting fucked. And 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 so what did I do is I went and I started downloading that shit on Kazaa completely illegally. Um, but like it definitely opened me up. Um, now, see, the only time I've ever acted the way about music that you do is uh, when I was uh, in high school, there was this metal band called Flyleaf. 
and uh, they they had like they were known for some songs like uh, "All Around Me" and "I'm So Sick." Uh, but uh, one day I found out like somebody told me that they were a Christian band, and that was when I immediately stopped listening to them. And I needed somebody to tell me that, despite my favorite song of theirs. Cassie being about how they'd rather die in a school shooting than lie about how religious they are. Uh, but I was like, oh, it's Christian? No way. And that's the only time I've ever treated yeah. music the way you do. Hey, do, do you do uh, do you like gospel? I because no. I, 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 I still I'm not like a religious, you know, whatever, but I, I still love gospel songs, man. I I um, think that's because you're southern. Yeah, well, and it might also be, you know, I, this is kind of a stupid question. Like, this is a stupid thing, but I think it might also be that it, it does evoke like child, like positive childhood memories. I feel like what happened is some white dude who's like 52 was like, "Ooh, people like God, so I'm gonna write a song for them to listen to when they think about God." Uh, yeah, I mean, some of some of the uh, now. So with the like praise and worship stuff, definitely. Um, if you if you've never heard praise and worship music or so-called contemporary Christian music, uh, it's the worst thing. But like if you listen to just about anybody, anybody sing the song, How Great Thou Art. Um there there there's no way of 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 leaving that encounter without being like well that was very i the only good. christian music i know are is flyleaf creed and that one chance the rapper album oh, that's very bad stuff uh well i don't know the chance the rapper album but i the creed is very bad stuff uh i don't know i don't think i know flyleaf either but but creed is bad <laughs> that's bad <laughs> That's not that's not what this is. This is um this is I, I'll tell you I, I'll tell you uh let's see. Let me see if I can find a good uh look up look up flyleaf. Look up I'm so sick by fly no well all around me is the one that's like really gonna scream to you that it's about God. Uh I can feel you all around me, thickening the air I'm breathing. Okay, I'm going to send you a thing, all right? Well, this hey, one... I, I have sent you, I did a while ago send you another mass Singer clip, which was the original thing we were talking about. It's going to be Broccoli okay. singing hello. I right. want to see if you can guess who the Broccoli is. Right. Um. Okay. All right. I. And now, it, now uh, I will say I did not watch the show in seasons one or two, so I'm not showing you Gladys Knight. I'm not showing you Patty Labelle. Why I'm did? Why would they have done this? One, the check cleared. Two, it's fun. Uh, I'm not showing you Wayne Brady or Chris Daughtry. Uh, I'm I'm just showing you the seasons that it, I watched. Any day where I don't see Chris Daughtry is a better day than other days he actually had one <laughs> of the best designed costumes ever uh all right let's see oh seal was on season two also i don't know who this is okay that's paul anka who Paul Anka? 
like saying with the fucking rat pack, Paul Anka. Oh, Paul Anka. Yeah. Well, shit. What the fuck was he doing there? He, How do they get these people? Because he, it's he, a popular enough show that people legitimately like it. So so this is a thing that like makes me genuinely worry about. You know the old Bill Hicks joke about what happens when you become president? Are you familiar with that bit? Uh, no, I probably heard it when Dennis Leary stole it, but it's been a while. Okay, so so the idea is that when you become president... Uh, you go into this room full of the people that got you elected president, which is like 12, like super rich reptile people. And this is Bill Hicks, you know, so he goes in really hard on it and they show you a clip. This is one of my favorite jokes of all time, by the way. They show you a clip from the Kennedy assassination that you from an angle you've never seen before. Um, so basically, you know, the, the, the premise of the joke is that if you're president, you don't actually have control. You're controlled. And I. Like when 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 Gladys Knight went on this show, I just like what Elton John is doing fucking duets with Miley Cyrus. Like what happened? He here's what I think happened. Uh, I think that most of the artists that we respect are nowhere near as pretentious about their art as you are, and they do things because they legitimately have respect. For the other artists because they legitimately want to do it and they legitimately think it'll be fun. Willie Nelson, who was present when Chris Christopherson said that people like Toby Keith are doing to country music what pantyhose did done to finger fucking. Willie Nelson did duets with Toby Keith. Something happened. Oh, in that case, the check cleared. I mean, what another check for Willie Nelson to fail to report properly on his taxes because he's too high? Like, well, well, so what, what they do now is what is you can need another check for no, you, really no. goddamn Nelson. Michael. Michael, here's why, especially for Willie. So now you can take your phone, get to your bank app, you can take a picture of the check and cash it that way, and then you can use the actual physical check as rolling papers. Okay, but he's Willie Nelson. So, um, okay, so who who was that? That was pa Paul, Paul Anka. Paul Anka. And and so, what is it about this show? Because I'm mad at this show, but I'm it's, not mad I... at anybody involved in it. I'm like, so what I'm upset by is twelve million people spending an hour doing this. Because it's entertainment, and, and entertainment is allowed to just be fun sometimes. Yeah, I, I get that, but I guess, like, I think about 12 million people, 12 million hours of humanity. Now, now keep in and, mind that for a lot of these 12 million people, it's either a fucking Wednesday night or, like, the next morning that they're watching this. Like, it's not like this is going on when they should be out fucking or something. It's just, we all have that extra time in our week to do something fun. Yeah, but what happens if you take these same 12 million people and put a notebook in their hand for an hour? I don't know. A lot of them are just going to draw dicks. Okay, well, then there's a lot of dicks being drawn, and we'll have some interesting discussions about who drew what dick why. 
and and we can go from there. Okay. I think that's why I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm drawing dicks. Hang on one more uh, that uh, that I'm going to show you. This is the winner of last season. I might have told you who this is, but uh, it's going to be them singing. uh, Yeah, let's go. Peace of my heart. Drawing dicks sounds like a poker hand. So this is the sun from season four. uh, And she is going to be singing. uh, I, I was. Should I do peace of my heart or cause I love you? And I uh, decided peace of my heart. One more time. I just want you to, this is a country artist, but it's a newer country artist. So you probably hate them just for the, just for the musical influences that they had as a kid. But. This is one of the most beautiful songs in the world, by the way. I, well, I, I wouldn't say that, but uh, it's a really beautiful song. Janis Joplin's version of this song is absolutely heart-wrenching. Okay, so... Okay, again, with the costumes, they're awesome. You know what the other thing is for me as I'm listening to this one? I think, and I, I'd like to bounce this off of you. Yeah. Have, have you have you heard Janis Joplin's Piece of My Heart? Absolutely. Okay. So, aren't you upset that you're not hearing that right now? No, because I enjoy, uh, this is not a bad this is not a terrible cover version. A terrible cover version is Taylor Swift's cover of September by Earth, Wind & Fire, where she listened to September by Earth, Wind & Fire and said, what if this was a banjo ballad? This, I think, is, it's also fun. It's a different take. It's, is it as good as the original? No, but it's not terrible. Also, would you like to guess who that is? Uh, sure. No, or no, I don't know who that is. Okay, that is Leanne Rhymes. Okay. Hey, she actually has a really wonderful voice. Um, and I, I was always a little sad that her career went the direction it did because I, I think if it had gone a different direction, she could have been somebody who really helped keep because she had all the... Um, uh, the, the, her voice is so good it's kind of like uh it's a thing where like I, I i feel like if she would have i don't know if maybe she didn't have as much say because she was so young when she started um uh but like if i just feel like she could have been one of those voices that like saved country music for a little while longer yeah, man, it really sucks that she only won two Grammy Awards with 12 platinum plaques. Yeah, but here's the thing. The songs aren't that. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 14, pla- 15. The, the songs, though. Uh, of, of what songs? 18 platinum plaques. This is including albums. Um, but, but what Yeah, songs? so 18, and that's just uh, RIAA. Uh, I'm surprised Can't Fight the Moonlight didn't go platinum. That sounds great. From the okay. Coyote Ugly soundtrack. Here here's what here's what what I, I'll 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 say 
about about Leanne Rimes's work. First of all, she started when she was like I I feel like she started when she was like twelve or some shit. Yeah, yeah, she was a child uh, when she started with this this song this this song. Um, Let's see. Her first but, album was ninety one, and she was born in eighty two. Okay. All right. So Leanne Ryan, 38 years old, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, these are the ones I remember. How Do I Live, Can't Fight the Moonlight, Blue. Uh, those are the songs I, I, I remember. And they're fine, but I, I, I feel like something happened afterwards where it got like really bad. <laughs> where it got like so uh not interesting and un uh yeah it, it, but like i mean i i always feel a little weird going after any of these folks that like started like became famous when they were really young because it's not really their fault that they're famous i mean but also i <sighs> You're doing the very hot take that 30 years is is too long for most people to keep a career going in a tight. Well, no, I'm not. Okay, so I'm not saying. So if if I can make a comparison, uh, Tanya Tucker. uh, Are you familiar with Tanya Tucker? Absolutely not. Oh, my friend. so I, I I don't know if I would put Tanya Tucker on my like country music Rushmore, but uh, she got famous when she was very young as well. Um, but the the work and maybe it's because it was a different time. Maybe it was, you know, a lot of different things. But the work that she continued to do after was also really you know pretty goddamn good and uh so it's uh okay now you you actually bring up a very interesting point that brings me back into if it brings you back into darius rucker go fuck yourself it will not be darius rucker but why i'm so excited about this season of the mass singer okay so you talk about artists who got famous too young and, you know, a lot of stuff wasn't really, wasn't really their mistake. And well, some me, of it though is, is this, this idea that like you have to be fucking famous to be an artist. Well, no, no. But, but to me, do you know whose face is on the poster of that got famous too young and like their downfall wasn't their fault. It was because they grew up. And they're still making really good music, and they are excellent at their instruments. Okay. Uh, who? I I want you to guess. Knowing me enjoying pop music. I feel like you're going to say Hanson. I am absolutely going to say Hanson. Now, here's what's going to happen. is I'm going to type in uh, that song. Now, what's fun for me about this song is that the music video was directed by Radal Yankovic, uh, the second music video of theirs that he has uh, directed. Uh, I am sure that they are the Russian dolls of this season because Taylor Hansen's voice is implanted in my DNA. Go click on that little link I sent you. 
Click on the link, Michael. I clicked the or, link. I'm just. Or should I do the late? Because the song that got me back into it was Get the Girl Back. But I think thinking about something is, is a good one to show you. Oh, my God. Okay, so they're going back to the SNL skit about the cow about the cowbell here. No, nope, this is Blues Brothers. Okay. Oh yeah, I see that. Taylor Hansen, beautiful voice. And their harmonies together. Gorgeous. Now, unfortunately, Zach's gotten a little bit too pro-gun, but it happens. I mean, he is from... I can't imagine growing up hearing this music and then being pro-gun. I mean, they are from Oklahoma. What do you expect? The only good things Oklahoma's (sighs) ever given us are Hanson and Color Me Bad. What the fuck? Sad to say, baby, every day. Okay, so this is music I legitimately enjoy. Okay, uh, can can you? Okay, so the the point of this podcast is for me to learn not to be a dick about this type of stuff. Yeah. So I I was hoping that you could help <laughs> me. I One. think this is a good spot for it. Music is allowed to just be fun. It is. It's allowed to be fun. But also, I do think, like, when you were explaining your difference between art and pop, you weren't there when this song was being written. You don't know what inspired it. You don't know why they wrote it. And for you to try to assign that to them is wrong. Also, this music just sounds fun. This music sounds... Like it, it could have been an evolution from the soul music and and Motown that that I grew up listening to. Obviously not directly, but it's like I can hear them being inspired by those artists in this song. And also, three very talented musicians who'd probably still be popular if when their second album came out, the talk wasn't just oh those boys who looked like girls. I'm not listening to them anymore. Okay, so can can I ask you this? Uh, so you mentioned about you know letting music just be fun. What about this is fun for you? Uh, I I think the the music has has a fun beat and quality to it. I think that okay, wait, wait, I, a, a beat exists in every song. I look, I it's, so I it's not, the things that happen in between. I the am beats not versed in musical terminology. Okay, I'm just putting it in the terms that I. Taylor Hansen has a beautiful voice, great harmonies with his brothers. And for me, this song is just fun. I listen to this song and it makes me hate the world a little bit less. The song is pleasant to me. What happens right before you listen to this song that makes you go, I would like to listen to that song? I don't know. When I haven't heard it in a while, I remember that this song was there and that I like it. Okay. I don't know what makes you go. Uh, you know what? Three o'clock. Better listen to Jolene. Uh, so I'll sit around. 
and I'll realize that I just spent eight hours giving my brain to a corporation that doesn't give a fuck about me. Oh, and this song and, lets my brain and, have fun after that. And then I'll say, well, I better protect this fucking brain because they're trying to take it. So I'm going to shove something into it that's going to excite it and make it, uh, you know, interact with it. And while doing so, I'm going to have an authentic connection with a human who created some art. And these gentlemen created some art. And unlike a lot of musicians today, played each one of their own instruments. So. Again, you cannot tell me that this song is not art. They got together, they created something. You don't know the emotions behind it for them. You don't. You haven't asked them. You know who I, I would be interested in hearing from? Is whoever choreographed uh, the this, these dance moves with these, like, 100 people or so. Uh, I don't that, know. That might have... I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Al. Let me see if there is information on that. That is... So that is... Okay, so I found something that I can appreciate, which is the technicality involved in uh, from from what i know which is nothing by the way but from what i can observe where like it's it probably took a lot of work to get that amount of people to dance to this in a choreographed manner um i i i i, I think i'm reaching for okay so is there a particular feeling that happens for you right before you decide you want to listen to this there's a feeling that happens when i listen to this i feel happier when i listen to that song okay are there other things that make you happy i mean sure but this song any of those seem better to me <laughs> again i enjoy this song and there's plenty of other people who do too okay. not everything has to be uh you know what? I Look, there are a lot of filmmakers out there who are inspired by Citizen Kane. But there's also plenty of filmmakers out there who are inspired by fucking Airplane. We all accept the art that we, that we consume in different ways. To me, I think it's all art. I... I when, when, look, Martin Scorsese, incredibly talented filmmaker. When he says that the Marvel movies are not cinema, I want to punch him in the dick. Because it's just being, it's being, it's having to feel better than people because he can't accept that he's good and other people like something. I guess, I, I reckon for me, like, I don't view films in the same way because for a film, you're going to sit down you're going to watch it. It's going to be kind of a one-time event, you know, or a semi-regular event. Um, but for for music, that's something that's in our ears constantly. Like you go into a CVS and and the, they have this th th that song playing. And if you work there, you can't get away from it. Right. No, no. I Look, I worked at a Jimmy John's for two summers and it was all the playlist from an iPod. It's hard for me to hear that music just as... 
anything that you hear every day for months at a time, you're going to eventually grow tired of. When I, I worked don't at- listen to this song five times a day every day. When when I worked at that uh, Domino's uh, here in Chicago, and I kept having to deal with like managers who were like eighteen, um, and they always had like this god awful. What was that song? I finally told this kid that if he that that I finally told this kid, I said, I'm going to take your phone away from you. And he was like, yeah, I'm your boss. And I grabbed his phone and I put it in my pocket uh, and turned it off. Um, But it was somebody come get her. She dancing dancing like like a a stripper. Somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. And I said, yeah, so I said to us, well, uh, if I remember correct, music from personal devices is against the rules. And he said, well, but it's okay as long as it's the type of music that'll make people like work more productive. And that's and then that was when I looked at him and I, 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 I like I mean, that's by the shoulder and I was like. Son, you do understand that what happens is you just told me that you are hacking into my fucking brain to get me to work harder because and you're doing it through the shitty song that you yourself are getting your brain hacked into from. And he goes, well, I mean, I'm just at work like, no, you're going to listen to this going home. It's going to be in your head. You're not going to get rid of it. Turn it the fuck off. I like that song. Ray Schremer's first album was all right. Um, okay, so so Adam, help me. Okay, I may not be able to understand what you love about this song. I but- think your big problem with music is that you can't just let music be fun. You have this idea of what music has to be in order to be acceptable, and it is straight up bullshit. I, I am telling you right now to your face, your your definition of what you considered art and also the the super high qualifications that you put on music, which is subjective, are entirely bullshit. And you're getting like, I understand getting tired of a song that's overplayed. If that was the eighth time that week you'd heard Come Get Her, I get that. But if it's your first time ever hearing Come Get Her and you're that angry about it, that is a you problem. Oh, I know it's a me problem. And that's something that you got to fit. You, you got to be able to let music just be fun. Again, there is such thing as music being overplayed. I will not argue that. But when if if there's 20 people in the room and 19 of them like the song, you've got to be able to find something in there that you like. Or at least something in there that you can find acceptable to have in the background. I'm not asking you to love Hanson. I'm asking you to be able to hear a Hanson song and be like, this is music. I might not go that far. (laughs) I might not be able to compromise that much. But what I tried to do today is to get through an entire thing without being a complete dick. You have not been a complete dick. Yeah, I will so scale of dick. scale of one to ten, and remember, you can't. So full disclosure, scale of one to ten, only nine and a half, which is a big okay. improvement for you. I, I was gonna say, let's make sure we're not grading me on a curve here, because I know that like 
<laughs> because again, uh, for those of y'all listening on whatever distribution channels we use for this thing, um, uh, Adam and I know one another very well. We have fought a good deal um, on this subject and uh, people have genuinely, I think, wasn't there the one time like somebody was like, Adam, are you okay? Like, do yeah. we need to ask Michael to leave? I, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was the uh, Old Town Road thing because you were so bad <laughs> that people who didn't know we were friends thought that, like, if people didn't know we were friends and saw us like that, they probably would have thought that I just told you I fucked your wife and your sister <laughs> at yeah. the same time. Yeah, like, <laughs> was, that, that, that poor uh, young, young comic uh, was there. To, oh, uh, oh, well, well, and- no, 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 this also needs to be said. So <clears throat> they asked for like some rock music to listen to. You said The Clash. I won't argue with that. I said Thin Lizzy and you gave me shit about recommending Thin Lizzy. I did. Yes, I did. And I great band Thin Lizzy Jailbreak, great album. I fucking I fucking stand by. I tried Thin Lizzy again the other day. By the way, I do go back sometimes and make attempts, and uh, I just still hate it. I still think it's stupid and sucks. Well, so okay, wait, uh, let me remind myself of the uh, the. Uh, I, it's not that it sucks. Okay, it's not as bad to me as the Hanson. Okay. But but it just it's missing the factor that would make me want to go back to it again and again. Let me pull up here. Uh, I think it's one of those things where like okay here here okay I because I, I just looked at I I remembered the boys are back in town. Here was my issue. That's, okay yeah you remember the overplayed that, song. The, the 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 their work is like okay, but like if somebody comes to you. So if somebody came to me and said, Michael, I'd really like to learn about country music. I'm going to give them Hank Williams. I'm going to give them Dolly Parton. I'm going to give them. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give them Jason Isbell. I'm going to give them the best shit. And um, if somebody's asking you about rock music. In particular, a young guy. I, I got sincerely mad at you for this, by the way. This was, I was sincerely mad. And by the um, way, here's, here's my <laughs> philosophy on that. If somebody is asking me, how do I get into horror movies? I'm not necessarily giving them, oh, these are the ultimate horror movies that everybody talks about. If somebody's trying to get into horror movies, I'm going to bring them in with the ones that are gentler, with the ones that that they can relate to other things they like. You, you're you're, you're going to give them the 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 whatever the good Charlotte of horror music is, no, and you're no, going to that's not. What, and what you're going to hope that they work their way around to the Dead Kennedy. No, no, it's it's they've got to start getting acclimated to it. They've got to start getting used to it. <clears throat> I it, for country, I would bring them in buy something with country elements that they can hear what they like and then look for that in the stuff that you okay like. this might get interesting what's but, a country element in your view so so it's like when i is it, it the hats it it, it it better not be the fucking hats no no that's that's not what I'm, I'm i'm bringing it back to horror because that's what i know i can talk about if you were to say adam i don't watch a lot of horror movies i you know it's too gory it's too, blah 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 how do i get into liking them I'm going to tell you Happy Death Day, which I think is a very good movie, but not because it's the greatest horror movie ever, 
<clears throat> but because it's a time loop comedy that does have a lot of horror elements to it, but but there is the other thing that you might be more used to, the comedy elements, the, the almost romantic comedy that's a part of it. I'm not saying you personally, this isn't how I would get you, <clears throat> but it's, there's enough of something that they're used to that happy death day can bring them in. If somebody who I know loves musicals asked me that question, I'm going to tell them Anna and the Apocalypse because while it's a zombie apocalypse movie, it's also a Christmas musical. And that's going to be what's able to bring them into the horror elements so that they can learn it from there. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. For for So for <laughs> me, I think about like, so this was a younger person. And I, by the way, I don't want to speak down about this person, um, by the way, because they... They, I, I'm not going to get into details that might reveal this person's identity because I don't know them well enough to to know if that would be acceptable to them. All we have to, to say them. is there's somebody who didn't know a lot of older rock music. And that, that's all they we have they to are, say. but uh, I do want to say something else just in case anybody hears this who was there and figures out who it was. That person made a big personal sacrifice uh, this past summer. Yeah, uh, that should be respected and appreciated and you know when i talk about like uh, all this fucking kid asking about rock music and quaslo goes and fucks it up i'm not trying to be like i fuck it up by saying an album that i listened to every night for like two months when i was in middle school but that guy you know and i don't know him well but from what i got you know he's about three times the human that i was when i was you know his age but when a young person comes to you and asks you about um art man what why you want to start on with thin lizzy because I, I, I like thin lizzy because it, it's it's so what you were saying was you would like connect it to something that the person already liked right okay you want to get into horror so what do you like right now well i really like very really dramatic stuff well then you know you would you would put that person into like uh be like okay well there's this movie psycho you know this like these psychological thr- thrillers no, um, I, I mean, if they're into more uh, dramatic stuff, I'm going to give them, but like, I, I was I, there. I'm also going to give people stuff from the last, like, five or ten years, because, again, they're going to be more used to that. If you're telling me, I want to get into horror, but I want something that's <coughs> more dramatic, I'm going to give you, like, The Lodge. So, here's here's what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting at, though. Uh, you're full of shit because I was there and you didn't ask him nothing about what he was interested in. No, that is true. I just said something that I like. It isn't super like, <coughs> is it, oh, this is the quintessential. I'm not going to go with the quintessential punk album. I'm going to go with something else that's a little bit more easy of an entry point. You, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think The Clash is some sort of quintessential punk rock album. I, I think it's a great entry point. I think, you got um, all of these different parts of what makes rock and roll rock and roll that kind of all happen all at once. Uh, and, and, you know, of course, it's, it's punk. So we cut down on some of the artifice. You know, we don't have the beautiful, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have all the I mean, <laughs> look. Uh, the drummer was great, but I mean, Joe Strummer is not a Jimi Hendrix. Right. But the, you know, the, the core elements that make rock and roll awesome were there and it's, it's the clash, man. It's it's London's burning and fucking like it's it's exciting. And it's you know, this was like a young person who wanted to know about rock and roll. 
and you gave him like boomer <laughs> shit. To be and, fair, the and, and, I, and, and this is the uh, experience. The more somebody talks about how much they love the clash, the more bar fights I know they get into on a monthly basis. Sir, your sample size for this is just me. <laughs> it is bigger than you think. You are not a snowflake. God, I, I never Again, will Again, no, no, no. That's why earlier you said you didn't want to watch Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Because Britt Baker's a dentist and you haven't seen one in 10 fucking years. <laughs> What was it you you said to me the other day? You want to make, make me... you so fucking mad? You're too. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! I see him poking through. He's teething. He's teething. You know, you know what? This one might actually go completely. It's like trying to, you know. But I got I got insurance and shit now from the job I'm gonna lose once I drop this podcast. Um, <laughs> you uh, you kill teeth like your ancestors killed minorities. I'm a goddamn recovered alcoholic. Do you realize how much sugar goes into my system every day? You know, they make these things called toothbrushes that help yeah. with that. Okay, so so a little off topic, but I also have a stomach condition. And with that stomach condition, there will be like three to five days every <laughs> month where I just start puking. And it's the worst. Um, and so that can cause some tooth decay. Also, uh, lots of cups of very sugary coffee. Um, so yeah, I, my teeth are fucked. They're going to have to rip them all out and replace Again, them. you are way too pretentious I'm, about music to be putting sugar in your coffee, man. What's that even mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the way that you get pretentious about music, you need to only be drinking black coffee so that you can- Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just in a little tent with a with a with a horse tied up to a pole, sitting next to a campfire, and it was called a peasants. But just black coffee in a tin tin cup, you know, looking looking staring, uh, sitting on a hill overlooking a town, going, "I'm gonna kill the pop singers there. I'm gonna kill them." I that, feel that like picture. I picture you. Only drinking coffee out of either a thermos or like one of those canteen mugs. You, you know, you know what's weird? This is what I drink coffee out of. It's a it's a mug with a bunch of kitty cats on it. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of mug oh, you would. Shoot I think I'm getting breath. a visitor. One second. I think. Oh wait, no, nope. I thought it was Charlie. It was. It was I feel Katie's. like you would shoot that mug for practice. Uh, uh, yeah. One second, Quaslo. This is an audio medium. This is an audio medium. It's an audio medium. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um. Uh, I thought I thought Charlie had cracked the door open and was coming to visit me, but um, it it was it was Katie, uh, which is also great, but not as exciting. But no, um, I boy, if the this this mug with the kitty cats on it, boy, I feel like if the folks who were at Damon Tap the night that I lost my shit on you saw me drinking this, 
drinking out of this, they would think that you were the villain in that story. No, if they saw you drinking from that, they'd think that you stole it from the daughter you're not allowed to visit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That that poor kid, though, I felt I keep calling him a kid. I I don't mean to be, but he's very young. And and I just I felt bad because I was all like screaming with this thick accent and 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 he seemed to know you and uh, you know a young guy at a bar oh wait. to you so he could feel like comfortable I would imagine and then there's just this crazed redneck yelling at the top of his voice I just remembered there's a great so because we had that argument about Old Town Road uh, I'm gonna leave you one more song. This has nothing to do with the mass singer, but this is a song called My Truck. Okay. All right. So you really want to put a... Now, is this a troll or is this a song that you like? This is a song that I like that you are going to feel like it's a troll. Okay. All right. So here's how we'll, we'll wrap, if, if it's okay with you. Uh, as I'm watching this... A uh, guy in a fucking cowboy hat in the back of a pickup. Oh, truck. he's not the artist. Don't worry. Is he about to get hit by a truck? Because now he's out of it. That is uh, not the same person. Um, okay, why is this? Okay, wait a minute. I, I think I just watched a white guy lip syncing. I think I just watched a white guy limp, lip syncing uh, in, in, a, in a rap video. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Remember when you got mad at me for saying that uh, Old Town Road was opening up a lane for trap country? I was right. Were you ever? Okay, so now, so now instead of ruining country music with, with, uh, with, 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 I like, okay, so. I, I hate I hate all the things about this except that I feel like this makes racist people really like even angrier than I am. I mean, he's treating his truck far less sexually than most country artists today do. So <laughs> Yeah, so so we have 3 minutes about a guy loving his pickup truck. Which is all country music today. And and why? Why? Uh, what Can you tell me what you like about that? Because I feel like somebody just tried to sell me. I like that this is fun. Okay, I think I see where, we're, where we disagree because I see some messaging there that I think is actually quite dangerous for, for our culture. And, and it's not... It's not the message. No, you know why? Itself, you know why I don't the, see it? Because the fact they actually that the, blacked out the uh, emblem. They blacked out the emblem. This is not product placement. Okay, but what what 
concerns me is that this song feels like it's there to make somebody believe that a certain type of culture exists when in fact it, it to the extent that it does it's, it's kind of limited right it's all a, a, a kind of manufactured nobody gives a shit about their truck that much really like nobody really honestly and i, I grew up in, in 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 you know lower alabama i i know the jacked up trucks but they like their trucks uh i don't think anybody any of those folks would have written a song about their truck it's a truck well, I mean that's music nowadays. What? Why? Why, why do they? You? Do you know why they jack up their trucks? Because they beat the shit out of those vehicles. Okay, I got. I got one more song for you. This one you might like. You? You know what was a pastime in my hometown that I, I never partook in, but I, I heard a lot about was going to the mud bogs. I don't even know where it was, but everyone will talk about going to the mud bogs. Here's one you might like. This is by a gentleman called Rumor. The song is called Rascal. They would just go down there and beat the shit out of their trucks. Okay. I, I, my brother used to take me mud riding. Okay. They, they don't actually care about their trucks. I, I think you might like this song. Let me know when you start it. I, I had it start at a certain point because there's intro to this video. Let me know when you press play and we'll listen to it together. Oh, I already, already pressed oh. play. I don't. Okay, clear something up for me because this sounds familiar. Why does um, this sound I familiar? Believe it's like uh, to the tune of something. Hang on, let, let me look this up. Uh, oh, I, this is a parody. It is. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a parody, but it is. Uh, I think based around a Rascal Flat song. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, it interpolates Rascal okay. Flats. Well, uh, when you mentioned Rascal Flats, that did help me figure out why I was, you know, getting annoyed. But I um, think you'll appreciate the uh, the message of fuck them boys in blue, fuck 12. I always appreciate that message. I hope that I, yeah, I always appreciate that message. Um, I don't... Um, oops, wrong one. Sorry, I accidentally pressed back and now there's... But yeah, this is... Like I said, Old Town Road sort of opened up this new lane. And... Oh, and thank God, thank God we now have people rapping about about loving their trucks instead of singing... A, a, oh, a, you know, we had that. It was called a hip hop. Now we have people who should be doing it doing it. Like I, I don't, I don't care about anybody's fucking pickup truck. I grew up in pickup truck fucking country, and they don't care about anybody's pickup truck. They care about their own, and that it gets them from point A to point fucking B. They take them mud riding and wreck them all the time. 
just beat the shit out of them like crazy. Nobody actually gives a fuck about these jacked up pickup so, trucks. So hang on. You don't think that there's any way that these songs could bring people who wouldn't normally listen to country towards country music. Okay. So you're asking me if I think that either Rascal or Old Town Road or my truck, you don't think that people I, I'm still processing Rascal, but the 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 my truck thing and uh, was was pretty easy to process. And I I look, I, somebody who had some level of skill wants to get some money and that, and that that that's fine, but you're not going to sit there and tell me that that No, that, that's not what I'm a, saying. A three-minute song about how much you love your truck <laughs> is going to be good for country music because it's going to bring people into country music who wouldn't have otherwise listened to it. Because you know what would bring people into country music that, who wouldn't have otherwise listened to it? Fucking country music! Absolutely no. Actual fucking country music would. Dude. Absolutely not. I don't know if this happens in Alabama. Go I know I know for a fucking fact that this is that this is Michigan and probably Illinois. You pull up your phone. <laughs> no, no. Take out your phone. Dial any random phone number. No. And Michael? ask that person if they love Johnny Cash. No. Michael, <coughs> have you ever heard people? I, I, again, I don't think this happens in Alabama. I know it is almost everybody I know in Michigan and a lot of people in Illinois. Okay, you ask people what kind of music do you listen to, and the answer is anything but country. And do you know why? Because of three-minute songs about fucking pickup trucks. But that three-minute song about a pickup truck is a hip-hop song that people who enjoy hip-hop listen to, and from there might be like, oh, country's not as bad as so I thought it was. Fucking lizard reptilians who already stole country music from black people and ruined it are now stealing are, are now trying to control hip-hop and no. ruin it with songs about fucking trucks no that song is try to help country music not be the nickelback of musical genres where people don't actually hate it they just think they hate it because they've been told their whole lives that they hate what's it. the last fucking country song you you, you the, the reason they've been told their whole lives they hate it is because the only shit that's out there is shit What's the last real country song you listened to? I don't know. Fucking Jolene or something. Okay. And Jolene, you liked Jolene, didn't you? Yeah, but also Jolene is, is a song that when I listen to it, that is very much the 1970s. Okay. But there's great country music happening right fucking now. And nobody's listening. Nobody's do you where know I'm why nobody's listening to it? Because the first thing they heard was a three to five minute song about a fucking pickup truck. Or they heard fucking, uh, I'm a little drunk and I need you now. Or they heard fucking, I, most country music that we're shown is bad. It doesn't appeal to us. Right. And that's my problem that we're shown. They won't <laughs> show us the good stuff, Quaslo. You know, the single most popular musical artist in the world started with country music. There are lizard people making sure the only music you can hear is the music that's going to make you work a little bit harder at a Domino's or in the stock room of a Target. That's just that's just not fucking true. Look, 
The single biggest musical artist in the world right now started with country and even she transitioned to pop music because she liked it more. I'm sorry, transitioned? Are you referring to Miley uh, to Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus? Who are we, who, who are we referring to? I'm referring to? to Taylor Swift, the single okay. biggest musician in the world right now. If Okay, so and you believe that Taylor Swift transitioned to pop music? I believe, I that, believe that that was Swift, pop music the whole time. Taylor Swift was a much, if you believe so, she was a much more country-oriented pop music in the beginning. So... She I, was at the beginning what is classified as country. Right, but why is that classified as country? Because people sitting in a fucking office who don't give a shit about music but make over a six-figure salary every year decided we're going to stamp country on the label and sell it to fucking rednecks no. so that they'll keep going to their jobs so that they'll keep working for less pay. No, actually, it's because it's... uh. It does have its roots in country music. It just has influences in other styles of music. And that's why it doesn't sound like country music from the 70s. No, it's not about that. There's other things at play. Have you, you're not going to get it unless you listen to a great country song, man. I've listened to Jolene and I've listened to our song. And I would call them the same genre. Okay, so Jolene is a good country song. Yes. But if we want to get into great country songs. Our song is the slam of screen door, sneaking out late, tapping on your window. When you're on the phone, you talk real low because it's late and your mama don't know. That is awful. Whatever. Our song is the way you laughed the first tape, man. I didn't kiss her and I should have. Okay. All right. Can we do a thing? Can, 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 can you listen to a thing? Okay. T- tell me the I name think, of a song. I got Spotify I think open. We can, I think we can maybe come together. Um, I got Spotify open. Give me an artist and a song. Okay. So you 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 heard Johnny Cash's later work. I'm trying to think about I want to make sure it's something that's relatively <laughs> short. One second here. One second. I want to stand with you on a mountain. I want to mind with you in the rain. That's me taking a pop song and making it country. Um Okay, so yeah, no, no, those are bad. <laughs> Every time that happens, it's really bad. I think we can agree with that. Forever until the sky falls down on me. Okay, that's what I, I think about country music. We're gonna go real deep. Okay, we're gonna go all the way to like the fucking roots of 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 country that's okay? it that's how you because get somebody into country you play them a song from the 1950s and tell them this is current uh no it's it's not current so, if i'm trying to get somebody into rock music right now i'm playing them the pretty reckless dude because they're current so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have you listen to a hank williams song okay what's the name of the song uh, uh, again i got spotify open Oh, I can I can shoot it to you. Um, uh, what? Hey, good looking. Uh, oh, t- you know what? You know what? They, they, there's another country song I know. It's the one that that Walmart kid was singing. I don't know about the Walmart kid. This is "I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry." Uh, hey, uh, all right. I'm listening to it, but hold on. See, this just, to me, this is, 
every cliche saloon scene I've ever seen in a Western movie. No, no, you talk during mine. I'll talk during yours. <coughs> also, Walmart kid was singing Lovesick Blues, which is a Hank Williams song. So. I, uh. Have you heard a single word of the song? I have. And you know what? This ain't, this is not something I'd put on again. And and can you tell me why? It's just, this sounds like going to your grandmother's house out of obligation. Okay. So, so what's happened is you've been programmed to No, believe... what's happened is that the music that you're super pretentious about isn't for everybody. Oh, okay. So you, you think, okay. Look, I'll, I'll listen. I won't get angry about this, but it's not something that I'd want to listen to again. The, again, this is background music in a saloon scene in a generic Western movie. It, it, it's, it's not, though. So, this, I, I, so it, it's kind of like, you know, if we go and watch uh, comedy from the 50s, right? It's the, not as funny today. Right. And so, uh, you know, music, luckily, is a little bit more evergreen than that. Uh, but, like, there's, you know, there's still some things that shine through. So, like, your ears aren't accustomed to that orchestra. You're, you're, you're not accustomed to the... No, you know, I'm fine with an orchestra. Kids some, play with an orchestra. There's some, there's some harshness involved uh that that you're you're simply not accustomed to yet and and no no i i have heard slow music like this before and this isn't dragging me in like this is <coughs> the song it's not about it being saying. slow or fast man it's it's you you hear hank williams voice like once you've listened to a great hank williams song and really sat and listened and i'm not going to be weird and like make you get all the way through one during this podcast but I, I, I would like if you listened, like, sat down in a room by yourself and listened to a few Hank Williams songs. Here's, here's what I will and, say. About, and listen to a few Jason Isbell songs. About that song that you gave me. Uh, it's actually something that my mother said while listening to Jessica Simpson once. Okay? Are, are you ready? We had a word for this when I was a kid. We called it elevator music. You think Hank Williams is elevator music? I think that song that you gave me was a horrible way to try to get somebody into country music. Okay. It's a song maybe for people who are already into country music, but if that is my introduction to country music, I don't want to listen to more. So, but if my introduction to country music is a three-minute song about a truck, I'm never going no, to No, if your introduction to country music when you were already listening to rap music was a rap country. So, Again, I'm not giving two so fucks like the, about the difference is The difference is this. I'm going to let you do your own thinking, right? <coughs> I'm going to let you... You're, you're gonna, you are putting you're, way too much into lyrics. You're, you're, you're aware that Hank Williams exists. You, you, you now know what a great Hank Williams song is. Or a, nah, here's a, a great Hank Williams song. Reportedly great Hank Williams song. Here's a great Hank Williams song. And, 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 I, and I sent you a Jason Isbell song as well. Okay. Folks, let's see what Adam has sent me. Oh, shit. This is a podcast, not just us yelling. At no, me. it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I sent you a Hank Williams song. It's just not him singing it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's okay. I think I did see this. Yeah, the, the kid. Yeah. But what you gave me, uh, again, I'm not saying it's a terrible song. 
I'm saying one doesn't really appeal to my sensibilities. Two, <coughs> there's a difference between great country music that you'd share with people who love country and music that you should use to try to introduce somebody to country. Adam Croslow, I have to ask you about something immediately. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Very rude of me, but I need to ask you about this. What? Am I to take from what's on my screen right now that there is a Hanson cover of Ain't No Sunshine? Probably Ain't No Sunshine is an incredibly popular song that's been covered by artists for decades. Okay, all right. That's There's that's a not... Boys to Men cover of yesterday and an En Vogue cover of yesterday. But also Hanson are incredibly talented musicians. Okay, all right. You know I have to do this with another person in like 15 minutes because I fell behind. Uh, are, are you and... saying that Hanson aren't good at their instruments? No, they're not good at their fucking instruments. I just watched. I listened to them when I was a kid. Whatever the fuck this shit is. Yeah, you listened to them when they were fucking 11. The, the, no, I'm saying is I fucking uh, this fucking shitty. You are judging them They're... from when they were 11 years old. I know of I I know a guy who works in a nursing home in Birmingham, Alabama, who can shit out a better iteration of Ain't No Sunshine than whatever the fuck I'm hearing here. Okay, I can show you Dolly Parton's awful version of Stairway to Heaven. I'm still not judging Dolly no, Parton. No, wait, was it you that did that to me? Someone did that to me, and I, I can't. It was probably me. You're an asshole. I hate you. Hey, so we, we are uh, running low on time. <laughs> but I, I feel it, like, Quasla, I think you and I need a part two. <laughs> yeah, but, but if you are trying to get me into country... Stuff from like the 50s and 60s is not the way to do it. I need something current that is I, I going disagree. to introduce me and ease me in. I disagree because you know what? And and I think we'll, we'll probably have to leave it here. But I disagree because I have so much faith in you um, and I have faith in people. And I think one of the things that like makes me mad is that like we kind of baby people, uh, which I, not- when it comes to when it comes to art. And I, I think it's it's demeaning almost to be like, you know, when I was when I was younger, you know, I, I used to hear people say, well, you got to, you know, just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. I'm like, but the, that's not sugar. It's shit. And, um, you know, uh, I think I think folks should get to decide for themselves uh, whether they want sugar or medicine. Um, uh, but I don't think that there's a difference between sugar and medicine. You know, I, I, I think it- that. I think I'll, that, I'll put this a much hey, more succinct way. As you can see, when I fucking smile, if I smile big enough, I believe sugar is medicine. I um. it, 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 here's my thing though: is if somebody's asking me, Adam, what's a good first horror movie to watch? I'm not fucking telling them Hostel. Yeah, yeah, I, I maybe I, I I think for me, so I trust you, Adam, to that to uh, sit down I, I trust you that if you say you, you'll do it you'll do it adam quaslow will you take 15 20 minutes sometime in the next few days and it, get into a quiet space get into the a space where your your mind is open and feels free um and doesn't feel you don't feel harassed 
by the culture we live in and take take a moment once once your brain gets there and i trust you to do this to be able to do this once your brain gets there put in some earbuds ignore everybody else in the world and listen to three really great hank williams songs and and two really great Jason Isbell songs. Send me a list. Send me a list of songs you want me to listen to. I I can't promise all that shit beforehand, but I will listen to those songs for you. I will tell you how I feel. But again, you are te- I, I I'm just reminding you. You are you are bringing those to somebody who is telling you I never developed an ear for country music, and you're trying to give them level ten country. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the thing with a Hank Williams song and with any really great country song, in my opinion, is uh, a really great country music song is going to hurt. It, it, it doesn't need to sound pleasant. It doesn't need to feel good. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt really fucking bad. And and, and that, that like literally like I, I it, it feels like getting kind of stabbed with a needle almost but like in a in a way that's exhilarating instead of just painful uh i don't know a a good song to me feels like i jumped out of a goddamn plane oh yeah that's how i felt the first time i heard the end credit song from portal what yeah still alive by jonathan colton you can make me livid all fucking day long. <laughs> um, I that song legitimately makes me emotional, and I will not apologize for it. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my friend, uh, la- ladies, gentlemen, and everything, every everybody in between or off to the side, uh, guys, gals, uh, and non-binary, non-binary pals, pals, as J.K. Uh, Lopez says. Yeah. Um, uh, thank y'all for listening. If you got through this, my friend. Adam Quaslo, uh, you can c- catch him. Uh, what are you doing, Adam? Uh, I'm tweeting a lot at Quaslo. Uh, I've been writing uh, for Fitz Games every once in a while. Uh, I don't know if uh, the last project we worked on has been announced, but oh, you got your uh, comedy writing job now. Yeah, uh, can I have well, some money? That's sort of freelance. The full time job I'm starting is account advisory. But uh, I did write. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and mention the name of the employer on the podcast. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I'll edit. try to edit that out for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't say anything against them. Uh, there's a lot of other comics who work there. But uh, I wrote for a game called Alice Cooper's Horror Box. I wrote extensively for that. Uh, Alice Cooper, by the way, great dude. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, if if you want to have weird jokes about Freddy Krueger written by me. That's a great place to find them. All right. Um, yep. Uh, so follow Adam on the internets, uh, buy whatever those games were. Alice and, Cooper's Horror Box. And and tell folks it was because uh, because Adam Quaslow wrote for them. Uh, Adam, this has been awesome. Uh, so final, final word comes from you. Scale of one to ten. Uh did I behave like a decent human? Ooh, okay. I thought it was going to be the other way. Like a decent human, I'd give you probably a, a six on that. Like better. Oh, okay. That's that's a wait, wait, that's wait, above it, acceptable. So 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 wait. Sorry. So <coughs> so ten is like being a, a great human. Ten like, is like ten is. Uh, I want to platonically make out with you 
and one is Mitch McConnell. Okay. All right. So 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 I I I managed to make it through two hours of Adam Quaslow talking to me about music I hate. And at no point did Quaslow feel threatened, harassed, <laughs> harmed in any way. In fact, it was a better than average interaction. Hey, wait, what what's the message you just sent me? Bro, you can't be saying shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you, Adam. Thank you for being on the very first episode of Under My Skin. I don't know where this is going to go up onto the internet. Um, but Thank you for having me and my shirtless friends, Chris Weber, Peja Stoyakovich, uh, Doug Christie, Lade Divac. Who's the skinhead in the back? Jason Williams, a.k.a. White Chocolate. Yeah, he just looks like a skinhead there. I, I guess he, that was edgy. Uh, now he looks very... That's just a white man with, with bald looks, hair. Jason he, Williams yeah. is the opposite this of a skinhead. This is why I keep my hair long, okay, is, uh, is that shit. It's because you can't pass a basketball off your elbow. That's true. But well, No, I could. I remember when he did that, and I did it a few times. Um, not against NBA players. Um. Uh, but so this is <laughs> probably... This is maybe the greatest sports photo of all time because all of them thought it was a good idea. Yeah, they 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 they, they look like they're on leave from a from from some sort of like really like military thing that we shouldn't have been doing. They look like they're gonna shower together to save water. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I love you, Adam. Um, love you. Uh, uh, thank you for doing this, and we'll talk soon.